0: what's up everyone welcome to this week's episode of gen x moms take on the bachelor we're lisa and susan two friends and moms who have a shared love of all things bachelor and bachelorette whether this is a quiet guilty pleasure or you own your love of the bachelor like we do we're excited to have you join us as we recap this week's headlines and our thoughts on week five, and Michelle's hometown of Minneapolis. I don't know how you feel, Susan, but I feel like all is right in the world. We finally saw a glimpse of why Clayton was chosen as The Bachelor, but I know you kind of disagree, so we'll talk about that. And we got to see the best two one-on-ones ever, and crazy delusional stalker Chris S went home. Yay, Yay. finally. (laughs) We agree on something. Totally. So before we get into the show, I know there was a ton going on in Bachelor Nation this week. Susan, what are some of the headlines?
1: Oh, some big headlines. Uh, First of all, as we reported last week, Tasia was in the hospital and we didn't know why. But now we know why apparently she had a kidney infection, Um, but she's all healed and is fine. Oh,
0: I'm so glad to hear that. I hate when people post things that are so vague, like I'm in the hospital, you know, think about me or whatever and like, just tell us what's going on. But I guess she didn't know at the time.
1: I guess. But, you know, people are in the hospital for serious reasons and by not telling us, and then tell, I don't know. I just, don't know.
0: You have fans. You got to appease your fans. I know. Yeah,
1: we want to know. But most importantly, she's fine. Yes. We kind of thought it might have been related to the New York Marathon that she had run in, but it seems not to Didn't be. sound like it. Uh, ben Higgins. This is big news. Ben Higgins got married to Jessica Clark over the weekend uh, outside of Nashville. And uh, there were a ton of Bachelor Nation people there. Not surprising. Tons. Just a few of them were Dean and Caitlin, Becca and Thomas. Blake Horseman, Tayshia and Zach, Nick Vile. The usual suspects. Like, literally too many to mention. And um, Wells was an usher.
0: Oh, I love Wells. Good for him. Everyone loves Wells, even Ben Higgins. Even Ben Higgins. I wonder when Wells gets married, like, who will be in his wedding? Will it be his other friends? But anyways, you know what? I was really surprised that there wasn't a lot of gossip yet like I thought there would be some like people hooking up because lots of exes saw each other you know I know Nick and Sean Booth who hadn't seen each other not that they're exes but they were both you know fighting right. for Caitlin's heart and so I thought maybe there would be more drama so either it hasn't come out yet or we haven't seen it but hopefully more to come
1: there were too many people from Bachelor Nation not to have some drama we will track it down Lisa we we're it years. can't wait all right. So but the what I thought was the huge news of the week we had to do with Hannah Brown. She has a book out. I don't know if you heard that. It's I did. Called God bless this mess. And I just assumed it was going to be full of nothing. But apparently there's some actual shockers in there. And it sounds juicier than I would have thought. I know we might have to read it or we listen might, to it. We <laughs> might have to read it. Yes. Anyway, one of the big exciting pieces of information was uh, Peter, apparently, and Hannah hooked up right after Peter Peter broke up with Hannah Ann who yeah. was his cho- his choice in his season and the season was still airing when he hooked up. with Oh my God. The two of
0: them have such a history. Yeah, I heard this. So they slipped out of Hannah G and Dylan's engagement party. I think it was February of 2020. So yeah, the show was airing um, and they both owned it. The funniest part of that was they said there was no chemistry. Both of them sort of owned the fact that like, eh, it wasn't so good. Which Um, is funny
1: because they really had chemistry. Remember the windmill? Of course,
0: four times in the windmill or whatever. (laughs) That was like the biggest deal. And then she showed up early in his season, right?
1: Well, that's the really big news. She shows up early in his season, and there was some discussion. Of he wanted her to maybe stay and compete on the season. And it seemed like he was really into her at that time. Yeah. And you but, could tell she was into him, too. Like, there was something yes. going
0: on. And I think he ended up saying something, like, told the producers he wanted to leave with her or would be willing there to leave There was some discussion
1: age. of that. And they said, no, you're The Bachelor. You have a contract. You can't do that. Ultimately, she did not stay. She left. And... Obviously, they eventually did hook up a few months later and aren't together. So, right. Would she have been seems interesting happy now. I, I remember when she came on and I thought, well, we've seen enough of you. Why are you here? <laughs> I know.
0: And then she, you know, after her season, I guess she went and hung out with Tyler during COVID and I right. think he rejected her. I think that was also in the book. Yes. So, lots to
1: read. Can't I wait know. for that.
0: So, that's exciting.
1: Anyway, those are the headlines, the big headlines from the week.
0: The big headlines. I know. I feel like there's a million headlines. We got to choose. <laughs> So, all right. So I thought the show was great this week. As mentioned, all is right in the world. I think uh, it was a ton of fun. We got to see my two favorites, Nate and Joe. I know a lot of people aren't digging Nate right now uh, for various reasons, but I love that they got their one-on-one dates. And then that group date filled with ridiculous antics to show how manly they are. Well, most of them, not, <laughs> not all of them, but we'll talk about the horse's ass later. But a couple of things I thought were funny. One, why were they flying commercial to Minneapolis? Like, is that for show? I was like, <laughs> come on bachelor, the amount of money they probably pay for these plane tickets. Like they probably could have chartered it. I understand ABC has its own Jets. Right. I don't understand. I didn't get that either. Maybe that's all for show. I'm like, what kind of shithole show is this? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, the other thing I like to see in the beginning of the show was her connecting with her parents. Cause usually yes. they don't get a chance to see their family until they do hometown dates. Uh, it was fun to see her talk, but they were like all talking high level. And then I was like, all right, here you are talking like this, but what's the scoop? Like when the right. cameras aren't rolling, what do you think they were talking about? <laughs> like, what well. was she
1: telling them? Well, she's probably really saying, I really like this one. I really like that one. This one's a horse's ass. know, I don't know what she's saying, <laughs> But yeah, for the camera, it was all, oh, there's 10 guys. Was it 10 at that time? I think so. Or 11, 11 maybe. Yeah. 11 guys. They're all so different. It's, it's really exciting. Yeah. It was yeah. all for show.
0: I wonder if she's contractually obligated to not say anything or if she was giving scoop. But I guess we won't know. So she does her first. So she's in Minneapolis. She finds all the guys and they come running. Moshe. I swear that is one of my pet peeves every time it's like, okay. Producers are saying I'll stand here. Look really excited and scream. One, two, three. mosha. It's just cheesy. Like
1: I don't get it. It's super cheesy. And then when they see her and they run to her, like, Toddlers and drives me crazy too. You know, they're saying, okay, boys, run. <laughs> oh my God, crazy. totally. But they looked excited.
0: Some cases it was like a little rehearse. Like I think uh-huh. Brandon gave somebody a one on one or a high five, not a one. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon gave so- someone a high five and it just looked really staged. I'm like, come on, people. Anyway, so they, we so to they talk about Brandon. Too. We definitely will talk about Brandon. So they all meet up in Minneapolis and Joe gets the one on one. How'd you feel about that?
1: Well, it wasn't super surprising because Joe's from Minneapolis and it just seemed like it was meant to be. They're going to explore their hometown together and they look so cute together. It was a it was a great date. I, I agree. I have to say the way she looks at him and the way
0: she looks at Nate. Right there's nobody else. I'm sorry. There's nobody else getting the eyes, the, the dreamy eyes that she gives them, but they had a really cute date. So they went to where the twins play and she got to throw out the first pitch. And if it was a strike, they got to, you know, he got to kiss her, which was so on cute. The kiss clearly, cam. On the kiss cam. And clearly that was not a strike, but you know, it, it was a very large
1: strike zone. I'm Baseball
0: wondering. mobs <laughs> here, right?
1: <laughs> um, but I love that they went to her high school. You know, they've done high school visits before in past seasons. I was thinking of maybe Blake Horseman, which we were just talking about him did we go to his high school once? i don't remember maybe. anyway they've gone to high schools before and i was it was really cute but if you were dating someone okay let's talk about our kids right. if my son had a girlfriend visit would he take them to the high school? I think no. it depends on the kid.
0: Like, right. And neither would mine because high school is awesome. But like, meh. but she was like Miss Basketball and this big Maybe. deal. So then she takes him to show him. I mean, her locker, who cares? But then she takes him to the basketball court and she takes him to like the, you know, the award shelves. But the, yeah, and so he can see all these pictures of her and all these awards that she won. And so maybe there's some meaning because that's maybe what ties them Is together. There. Do you think
1: those awards have been sitting there for 10 years I or do. they brought them out just for the show?
0: That's a good question. I was thinking that they do because she probably still holds right. school reserves. She records. was a big star, clearly. She was a big star. And then I love that they played on uh, one-on-one. <laughs> and I thought I was hysterical. And she said something like, it's not about... A girl beating you at this point—it's about a girl in a dress beating you. Right. By the way, she kicked his ass. Yes, he couldn't make a shot to save his life. I don't know if that was editing or whatever. Well,
1: but. he was injured, though. Remember? Yeah, which we will get to in a minute. But yes, um, they went on—they went out to dinner, and he—they have a very, very deep conversation, which is kind of funny because we didn't used to see such deep conversations. Um, he talks about how he's injured in seventh grade. And it made uh, he broke his leg. I think. Yeah, he it, broke three bones in his leg, and yeah. it made him more susceptible to future injuries. So then, in college, he really broke his leg or something really badly. His foot. His foot. And he had a screw put in by a doctor, and it was the wrong size screw, and it really created a lot of problems. And I think that was was it. Then was the end of his best. That was it. Career? So
0: so he said that's exactly right. They put too big of a screw in, and it shattered uh-huh. his foot. So they had to have another surgery and seven screws and like a plate. Ugh. And it was this horrible thing. It's a lot of detail, <laughs> but anyways, right, really but what happened was, um, it, he came back, but he was never the same. And so he said he couldn't be out there cause he couldn't handle it mentally. He had anxiety and depression. And the one thing that he said that like broke my heart, you know, ball was life
1: and that life was gone. Yes. That was, it was really, really sad. They were both crying. Yeah. And, It was interesting to me because, well, I mean, it was super, super sad having kids that play sports. I can just imagine it would just be absolutely devastating.
0: There are a lot of kids that whether it's their sport or their activity, it's sort of their identity. You know, this is what he talked about because he was Mr. Basketball and he's playing in college. And he's like this big superstar that I think everybody had really high expectations. And that does become who you are.
1: He was the best Basketball player in the entire state, which is Male so crazy. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so clearly it was his life. Okay. And this was a big part of his life taken away.
0: Yeah. Because think about First even step. for people our kids' age, like there's certain kids in their high school or in their college, like they are known for something. And like, who are right. you without that? You have to go and explore yourself. Scary. Yeah,
1: it was very really sad.
0: Yeah, really sad. Um, but I love their connection. By the way, I know this, like, we're going from this really sad topic. But when she came out in that outfit with those hot leather pants, I'm like, girl, you look amazing. She looks amazing oh this God. whole episode. I know. It's like everything was better than the next. But I think they have a great connection. I love that they had their little dinner under the Ferris right. wheel. Um, and one of the quotes that he said that I really liked is the best things in life are on the other side of fear. Yes, oh, that's
1: so powerful. That really sweet, Look there at was a ton of kissing on that date too. A lot of noticed. kissing on that date. Uh,
0: she said it was the perfect date. She was really into him. I was really into him and them. I was like, this is this is good. Um, on to like the group date card comes. I love when they show the guys just chatting away, right? Like Martin's asking Nate if he feels like he has a target on his back, um, and Nate wants right. to prove Chris wrong, and then Chris is just sitting there talking about how uh, he feels like Michelle is grateful for what he said, like. He's in this, like, I'm a knight in shining armor hero mode. Like, he's just monumentally misreading the situation. And it's just fascinating. And we see throughout the whole episode, they keep cutting to him going, you know, I really, I put myself out there and I did the right thing and I blah, blah, blah. But so I just thought it was so funny how, like, they're just chatting and listening to him. And we'll get to more about him in a little bit. Um, It was the
1: beginning of his antics for the show, right really. continued
0: but, from last week but ugh. yeah that was like the first glimpse and like
1: okay you're clearly a psychopath um so they get the group date okay. card Yes. Yep. And they go to where the Vikings play. Yeah. So Clayton is super excited being a football player. He thinks he's going to meet <laughs> the Vikings laughing. And he even says I know this is going to be football related. And the minute you hear that, you realize it's not going it's to not be. be. Although I was
0: still buying it. So I, I'm I like, oh, that's was. so cool. And they're like, and here's the Vikings. I loved when they got there. They're on the scoreboard. It was like, hi guys, <laughs> Michelle is waiting for you. Uh, she was still beaming, by the way, about Minnesota Joe. Like it was, yes. even in the beginning of the state, usually they get on the date and they're like ready to go but she was still um in him but anyways For so they're sure. all you know springing toward her to your point like running toward her and at least brandon picked her up like a normal guy versus like rick's like hello, a <laughs> little like pretend to pick you up and i can't lift you so i'm gonna <laughs> maybe get your toes off the ground
1: <laughs> what's well, funny you should say that about brandon because they kind of kept making fun of him like about uh, brandon being not I think 17 with- Well, yes, so young and kind of the weakling of the group and they were kind of shaming him a little bit, but he's so jovial about it. He just went right on, didn't seem to care.
0: Yeah, he just doesn't seem to have an ego, which I appreciate about him. But I was thinking about their age difference which is only two years. Like he's 26 and she's 28. And I'm like, he's 26 going on 17 and she's 28 going on 35. So they feel like they're completely in a different well, generation. From and it one was another. his birthday
1: in this, in this yeah. episode, it was his birthday and she gave him a birthday cake. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, Oh, is he 17 now?
0: Right. But, Happy birthday. But
1: it's I like one of her students. He's probably only a year away from her now. Right. <laughs>
0: totally. <laughs> that's so scary um so back to the competition so yes. sort of like the who can be the manliest of all of them so there was the war cries what did you think about that
1: well some of them were really into it like clayton yeah and then chris was lemo. yeah um, they even made fun of them they're yeah. like you call that a war cry yeah like yeah you're pathetic and then martin doing <laughs> backflips and screaming oh my god if he does one more backflip we should have a drinking game backflips the word vulnerable or the word minnesota which they said like a hundred
0: i know we should and it's almost like you have to predict you know for that particular episode i'm so sick season. of his backflips, though i know i'm sick of him in general so <laughs> maybe that's it we'll get to that so yeah they talked they threw log stumps and chris was proud because it looked like it went like a foot and then it rolled right. further than everybody else's
1: right. and again and complaining and about, he had to mate. like throw that in everyone's face that he had won that or he had- at that point was the best
0: he is spiraling just i didn't can't even look at him anyway okay yeah so the viking competitions um i thought it was so funny when they got their costumes so like clayton olu and martin got to show off their abs and then you had chris s dressing like a centaur right like half, right. half horse half man
1: And that's when casey said chris went from being horse's ass to Having a horse's ass.
0: Yeah. To Yeah. And I was like, to wearing one. I'm like, way to go, producer. I know. That, like, was, that, was, a good, that was so was a good perfectly call. played. That was a good call. That was amazing. And then, so you're a big Survivor fan. So you yes, love the, the part where right they had right. to eat the gross stuff.
1: Talk to me about that. Well, I know you thought that was really gross, but uh, to me, it was just exactly like a survivor challenge where they had to eat gross things. Very frequently, they have to eat like live insects. So, at least most of these things were dead, right? Oh,
0: but like, (laughs) I guess it's one thing when you're on like a survivor type show, and another thing, because I've watched Survivor too. It's another thing when you're on the bachelor. And like when Brandon kissed her after having that fish, she was like, ew. (laughs) so, so I don't know. I like threw up in my mouth. I'm watching them bite the heads off of the fish and. Yeah, was it was pretty gross, gross, but
1: I'm kind of used to it. I, I guess. guess.
0: Well, being a Viking is about being brave, right? Sometimes I you guess. have to try. I anything. didn't realize
1: that that is, um, something that you need to strive to, to be a good Viking to get a wife. But
0: yeah, apparent apparently that's the thing. Well, <laughs> Chris S is like, I don't think I can do this. Am I going to die if I eat this? Like, oh, he um,
1: said that three times. Yeah. I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. Yeah. What was? I mean i know he just was negative nelly the whole time he
0: was because he said when he um was chosen to arm wrestle against olu he's like i'm gonna forfeit
1: and he said it right she in front got of her. mad I she know. said no you're not or something like that
0: i was glad yeah like, you're the worst so clayton wins ultimate viking
1: yay I was happy for him well he was so happy was. this is the first time we i think we've gotten to see clayton really at all we we've heard him speak a little bit we've seen little snippets but this was a big clayton episode you loved him so i
0: you know what i really do i've always thought he was a really nice guy you could see mm-hmm. he's pretty genuine he's gorgeous like there's a lot to him but he just wasn't getting airtime like Leroy. right um so now he wins <laughs> right exactly I love oh Leroy. Leroy. Poor, yeah poor guy. <laughs> Womp womp. Anyway, so um, I was happy for Clayton, and I think he seemed genuinely excited. And later on, and we'll talk about it, but they got to spend some quality time together. And I feel like I'm starting to understand the appeal. And yes, we haven't seen enough of him, and yes, we haven't
1: you know had deep deep conversations. But I really I'm starting to get it. Okay, you I mean he seems fine. Right, I have nothing bad to say about him, but he certainly wouldn't be if I was just watching this without knowing that he's going to be the next bachelor, it wouldn't have dawned on me that he'd be the one out of these 11 guys to be the next bachelor. Yeah. Probably be, probably because of the edit. Cause I haven't
0: seen that much of him. And where our expectations are so high. That's true. I think that's part of the problem is like, we're like, he needs to be head and shoulders above the rest. And you know, that's not right. happening because he doesn't get a lot of airtime.
1: Well, normally what happens is you watch these shows and somebody comes out in the first week seems like a nice guy but the next week it's kind of blossoming but the third week super blossoming you got a one-on-one she really likes him you know whatever the story is the progression the progression is the slowly you really like him to the point where oh my gosh he's amazing and he's probably going to be the runner-up i'm not saying this is clayton but this person might be the runner up or in the final four and you've grown to really like him and you want him to be the bachelor. But This, this is totally different. We knew he was going to be the bachelor from the get go. So we're just waiting for that moment yeah. where we say, Oh, Oh yeah, he should be the bachelor. But it
0: may not be the moment. Like this could be the progression. We saw a little bit of him last week where we saw more of him this week. Maybe he'll get a one-on-one next week. Like maybe this is the progression. Well, for his
1: sake, We're I hope there waiting. is that moment because yeah. I don't I mean I I know that you like him and I don't hate him, but I don't feel like there's this ground swelling of, you know, love for Clayton that no, he no, has I to be the that. bachelor. So I, that. I hope for his sake that there is some moment like that because otherwise i don't think they're going to get a lot of viewers but we'll I see i don't know i'll watch. We'll see we will watch anyway i well, know I a
0: lot of people because of chris harrison which makes me oh sad. true of yeah, course people are watch. still better. but yeah he did he pulled her aside i thought it was interesting he asked her have you always been this confident Mm -hmm. like did she learn a lot and feel this way when she was a contestant i was like that's an interesting question and it shows like he isn't so confident which he seems like he would be he's got so much going for him but they connected about their parents and they actually kissed for the first time which i thought seemed pretty genuine
1: he said on the group date he said it's exciting to see someone who could be my future for the rest of my life and i thought to myself Or for one more week.
0: All right, exactly. (laughs) We know more than you do at this point in your journey. It was a nice. It was a nice sentiment. It was. I love that Brandon walked in on them kissing and like they just just stood there. I know, but he was like, like he didn't seem sad. Like if you walked in on what you thought was your boyfriend like making out with somebody else, you'd be like. Uncomfortable. He was like,
1: all right, I'll just wait my turn. This is well, how we roll. That would be a normal situation. This is the bachelorette. There's no normalcy. I yes. know,
0: but still, I thought that was funny. But she did say she saw his effort over everybody else's. I loved that she had a surprise for him, which was Nordic fish, um, the Swedish fish, oh, right. which I thought was cute. By the way, though, like he attacked her with like kisses, and I don't think that he was done chewing yet.
1: Yes. I was thinking about he's, that. He's quite affectionate. He is. For a child. <laughs> for a child. I exactly. I don't know what to say about it. Well, him. it's funny because I'm like 10 years younger than he her. He does.
0: He's like hot for teacher. Like she's Mrs. Robinson, but they're only
1: two years apart, actually. It's Maybe so only weird. one now because he had a
0: birthday. Who knows? Well, Who knows? Well, she's had one. I wouldn't say I, one. I don't know. <laughs> She's it. probably had one. Hilarious. I a cradle. agree. Yeah. So then they show Chris again feeling <sighs> cheated out of the one on one. Why would he feel just because he said something in front of everybody? Like, I think he just, is putting himself on a pedestal he, in,
1: like this whole scene this whole like little series it was very strange with him they kept having sort of ominous music and they showed him if you noticed he was always by himself with a drink yeah different drink every time sort of standing, <laughs> that. standing by himself <laughs> with like dim lights and stuff it was like he was just thinking i should have that one-on-one i'm getting madder and madder. he was saying night, it right?
0: in his interviews
1: right. at one curious.
0: point he was at one point martin tells him like you can't be prideful, you can't be insecure,
1: and you can't be jealous. And
0: he was all three of those.
1: In yes, spades. without a doubt. I also thought when you're getting um, relationship advice from Martin, things really <laughs> sucked. <laughs> low so level.
0: True. Uh, I, I agree. But the best part of that is he kept saying, like, why doesn't she come and talk to me? Like here, he's defending the fact that the guys aren't proactive enough. Mm-hmm. He's saying, like, you guys aren't making the effort. I'm making the effort she's asking everybody to make the effort and then he's like waiting for her and said it later like you know why, in his why didn't you
1: come and check on me
0: right like, what? like you can see that i wasn't my happy jovial self during the viking party or whatever like right. why didn't you come check on me i'm like this goes against everything that you guys have talked about everything this is all about you're supposed to be making the effort exactly um, like i don't know what spinning. i don't know
1: what he was thinking and if he went, he kept saying, I have so much to say to her. I have so much to talk to her, but never seemed to make an effort to go speak to her himself. I agree. It was really bizarre. The best part was like,
0: he's off having that drink you were talking about. All the guys are sitting on the couch. <laughs> she comes down and sits down and goes, huh, are we missing? <laughs> now, like, where's Chris? <laughs> she didn't even know. And then he shows care. up
1: and she's like, oh, you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, the, she didn't really. Totally was yeah. not, she cannot possibly be into him at all.
0: Oh, no. I thought, well, she said it later, which we'll get to, she was kind of grossed out by him and, and his approach. But um, so Clayton gets the group date rose, which I was happy. She's Chris very was shocked. Excited. Um, yes. Yep. Shocked. So yeah. So that was exciting. And then um, they flipped to like the Nate date card shows up. I love that. It was him and Joe, just him and Joe hanging yeah. out. I'm like, I, I, yeah, that was cute. They may not be the final two, but those are my two favorites. Um, and so the card said, looking for a man who isn't afraid to test the waters. Yes. So they went on a boat. I thought that was really cute that Joe said, do you know how to swim? In case you fall off the boat. Um, <laughs> so he gets to the boat and he's wearing jeans. Why are oh, you yeah. wearing jeans on a boat? I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, that's a good question. I thought that was weird, but again, but he had a
1: swimsuit though.
0: Yeah, he. I guess. They mm-hmm. must have just put it there. Because they really
1: jumped in at some point. They did. He was wearing an orange swimsuit. He was wearing an
0: orange. I love how she looks at him. Like I just She's into him for She's sure. into him it's him and Joe. The way she looks at him is like no one else. Um, but her dream is to have a house on Lake Minnetonka. But how did you feel when she said this one-on-one is going to turn into a group date? What was
1: the first thing that crossed your mind? Oh, my God. Chris was going to be there. And they were going to have some tête-à-tête or whatever.
0: That's <laughs> what I thought, too. I'm I like, is this going to turn into a two-on-one so we can yes. finally get rid
1: of Chris? That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, but, same. No, um, it was two of her good friends. And Nate was obviously thrilled. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. Chris or any <laughs> so of he was like, what is happening here? Yeah. And they seemed lovely and totally just adore michelle and you know we're looking out for her best interest and they seem to really like nate
0: yeah i think they were pleasantly surprised you know i think they were like ready to you know be hard on him and all that but i think it was so their chemistry is so clear like Mm -hmm. it's really it's fun to watch you know it's as cheesy as that sounds i actually really love watching them together they're so cute so i agree yeah but yeah they jumped in the water i guess it was some tradition and so they did that which was cute Um, and then, so they have dinner and he talks about how he wants to be fun and not have it be serious all the time, which I actually kind of appreciated. You know, I think that, you know, they've both been in relationships and she talked about her toxic relationship where she got really sick toward the end. Nobody was checking on her. Like he broke up with her when he was at their sickest sickest, and then she came to realize that it was the toxic relationship that made her that way. That was really interesting. Another
1: very, very deep, serious conversation
0: on The Bachelor. Bachelorette on yeah. the Bachelorette, I agree. But again, she said it was one of her favorite dates. Yes, it was one of my favorite dates too. Oh, anyway, so they're sitting there having this lovely dinner and opening up and all of that. And da da da, here comes Chris. <laughs> he said he wants people to help her feel seen and show up for her, so he's going to show up for her. <laughs> like what? I love it. He walks in. She looks so annoyed, and Nate was like weird and he was laughing and Nate had this look on
1: his face like oh my god you gotta be kidding me
0: yeah I mean how could you not I mean the guy's been
1: spinning out all day so I mean just seriously how ridiculous this is he wants to talk to her he has so much to talk to her he he feels like she should be coming to him checking in on him you know she, he has so much to say to her but yet This is the only time he can decide. But go back to his, like, he has this
0: white knight complex and feels like Mm -hmm. he's come in and saved the day. Mm -hmm. He told her what she needed to. She's not listening to him. He feels like he needs to maybe do it again and be like, you gotta listen to me. Like, he's just... He's got this hero complex. And so he even said, I feel really insecure being here. I was disappointed that I didn't get a chance to talk to you last night. I played, I felt played by the whole situation. I'm like, what do you?
1: She said, What do you mean played? Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) It's like I warned you and I didn't want you to make the wrong decision. And I really appreciated her honesty when she said I was caught off guard by how you handled it. You did speak for me walking to the stadium. You didn't have a good uh, attitude. She's like, I can speak for myself. I want a man who's going to stand and support me when I speak, not someone who's going to speak for me. I'm empowered when I speak for myself. I'm like, good for you.
1: That was a great speech. She's great.
0: I thought so too. I was so glad that she just walked him out. I was like, bye-bye. You're not
1: my person. (laughs) You're not right. Exactly.
0: You're not my person. Like, Here's the thing. I think he's coming from a place of concern. And I also, I don't feel like this is, his personality. Like we've all had moments of insecurity. Like I've driven myself crazy and acted ways I never would have. I mean, not like that, like stalk or anything, but like, I'll be nervous in a conversation with someone, whether it's a colleague or, and I'm just like uncomfortable in that moment. And I'll just act or say things that aren't me at all. So I wonder if that's what happened. And he was so in his own head that he lost his mind. If this happened to one of your sons, let's say, I don't know if our kids would ever talk to us about this stuff, but you see them like. Or we
1: could watch s- it on national television. I, we,
0: <laughs> totally. <laughs> but I'm just thinking like from a mom's perspective, you see your son spinning out like this. Like what advice would you give them? Like How would you handle something well, here's like that?
1: Well, here's the thing. We don't know Chris. We right. really hardly saw him um he was in the very beginning a little package with his mom and he seemed very i remember we said he seems television ready camera ready yeah he was totally cool and seemed kind of fun interestingly we barely saw him in the intervening weeks i don't think we saw very much much. until last week yeah and so i don't know is this his personality if i was his mom would i be saying oh there you go again chris or would i say this is totally out of character i mean but Maybe like it's something he's been working on for years i don't know you're right it's hard to
0: know i'm just thinking somebody in that moment who's spinning out like that who like can't get a hold of himself you know i think the guys were trying to give him advice like what martin said right. you know i just think about like what are the right questions to ask someone to help them get to that on their own i mean you can't right. tell them what to do because he
1: can't well, he get there definitely could use therapy because he was irrational emotional you know, he blew himself out of proportion of how helpful he was being. Yeah, it was really, really delusional. I'm curious delusional.
0: how he, yeah, to how he feels looking back. But so back to dinner, great chemistry. Uh, she yeah, gives so him she, the
1: rose. She gets rid of Chris, thank, which God. was the most satisfying, satisfying part of the entire episode. Yeah, and then quickly goes back to Nate and is back in that mode. Like she didn't seem um, disturbed. She was like, I agree because sometimes right it takes
0: it. her down like she gets emotionally drained and is like I'm done but here they went and saw fireworks and she you know Nate said he can see her as someone he can genuinely wants to fight for her for the rest of their lives right. I thought that was really cute so good date overall and ding dong that horse's ass is gone um, but there's a really solid group of guys left I mean other than maybe Martin I was like this is a really great group of guys you have all right. of them
1: every single one So next up is the Rose Ceremony cocktail party. Um, So
0: she took a city stroll with Rick and had him do the runway walk, which which was
1: the worst (laughs) runway walk
0: I've ever seen. Which that's not his character. Some of these guys are models. He's a good sport for doing it. I know. He's adorable. And he said he would consider moving to Minnesota, which I was surprised about. Yeah. But it was cute. They had that moment. They danced to that um, piano player in the street. Like, they had some chemistry. Although, I was thinking to myself, she was looking off to the side. You know, like, the way she looks at Joe and Nate, like, she loves them. And she was sort of looking off to the side with Rick. I was like, they have chemistry, but it's just not
1: to the same level. They could be friends. But I don't see the sexual chemistry at all with them. I feel the same. But he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah yep uh rodney she talked to rodney for a little while that
0: was cute they went yeah. up on the roof and then they screamed really i nice. love minnesota i'm like all right seriously please
1: please with the <laughs> more yelling screaming. Oh, yeah, more screaming between the war <laughs> okay, cries so and the Michelles. i had i had a thought so she's smooching with rodney every time they're kissing he is leaning towards her and she's like leaning back did you notice that
0: Oh, yeah. Now, now that you mentioned that, yes.
1: I don't know if that's the best body language. So I don't know what that's going to, how well that's going to bode for Rodney. But well, I was thinking again, about super
0: this. nice guy. Super nice. I love Rodney. Like he's a guy I could maybe see as The Bachelor. You know, as he yeah. keeps saying, I'm not the tallest. I'm not the strongest. He did say that again in that this episode. Again. I'm like, all right, dude. Um, but one of the things I was thinking about when you were talking about them kissing, is like, you know she's basically kissing every single person and not just kissing them like full on making out with them and i'm thinking like how would you feel if you were number three of the night or like number six or seven of the night like do they even think about that or do they
1: not care because they're so in the moment i don't think they know i don't think yes they they do they know who everybody's kissing you don't
0: think everyone knows they're all kissing her i don't know
1: i can't picture Martin, does he going back and reporting to everyone?
0: No, but like they see they walk in. I don't know. By the way, can we talk about Martin for a second? Sure. (laughs) He said you're very good at giving compliments and he feels like she always says the same things to everyone. And she was like, do you feel like I'm blowing smoke up your ass? Like I thought that was an interesting way to approach a conversation is basically saying you really are great at making people feel good, but it's disingenuous. Like isn't
1: that sort of what he was saying? It's just one in a long line of asinine
0: things says. he's just
1: very impolite I don't know I don't it's like no why you would say that I'm
0: thinking like you know there's this concept of a thought bubble and a word bubble right sometimes there's things in your mind or things in somebody yes. else's mind it's like that cartoon word bubble over their head right and yes. then there's stuff that comes out of your mouth and usually you can disconnect the two you're not like Martin. there's things in my mind <laughs> that are going to stay there and should not come out of my mouth and I feel like everything that he thinks, he thinks he's, he's, comes he's, out of his mouth because he started talking about how she doesn't seem high maintenance and where he's from in Miami, girls are really high maintenance, which yes. is I sort of understand what he's saying. Like he has to deal with a lot of that. Very materialistic, like high expectations, like why me, die me, like spoil me. You do everything for me and I'm just going to sit here like I, I understand what he's saying. <laughs> But then she asked him to define high maintenance. And he said, expecting someone to do everything for
1: them. And by saying that you're all the girls in Miami, which obviously is an exaggeration. They can't all be high maintenance. And it's just not a polite. I just would never say that, even though he's I believe he's trying to give her a compliment.
0: He was trying to give her a compliment. Like, you're so chill and easy to be around. And like, thank you for not, you know, making me do backflips for you although I guess she goes, but I I I, I understand <laughs> the sentiment of it because like I want to consider myself a low maintenance person and that's a compliment to me you know in my own mind but the way that he the way he said it and the way he tried to explain it did not go over well
1: no she and, didn't get it no. I didn't get it I thought it was rude yeah like read the room like that is his problem right. he cannot read the room and when she says what's the difference between a man being high maintenance and a woman oh oh not a woman he says females are high maintenance and that in and of itself oh I didn't even catch so that so obnoxious oh Who refers to women as females like it's like that's gross. an anatomy class or something <laughs> I agree I did not like that and his answer was men don't expect that from a woman. I, I just thought he was some deal. He was get sexist. in the kitchen woman
0: and cook well, me dinner. It's just, yeah, I know it was wrong, but the funniest, not funniest, but the weirdest part of this was at the end of it. He said it was miscommunication on her end. Thing. Right. She
1: didn't understand. So
0: again, looking back, does he see now what we see or is he like, I still don't understand why she didn't I get it. I don't think he sees it. He may not he may not I I do understand the sentiment of what he was trying to do right or wrong but all right so we get to the rose ceremony sorry okay by the way she whispered again Rick Olu Brandon Martin I was like really Martin and uh Rodney and she whispered will you accept this rose for all of them but Rick and Brandon
1: I don't know what the
0: I don't thought process yeah. is
1: there so um, so Casey and Leroy oh. are out and the sad thing about Casey is he was a nice narrator.
0: <laughs> he was a nice narrator. I'm like, you would make a good host, but definitely no connection. So, None. no surprise
1: there. Did we ever even see them together? Hardly no, ever. maybe he's the
0: only one that hasn't. Well, I guess maybe Leroy, I don't know, hasn't, hasn't kissed her. Maybe.
1: Um, Uh, Definitely. We never really saw her with Leroy.
0: I think we got robbed of of Leroy. I have to be honest. Like I do follow him on, I know I follow him on Instagram. I love him. And there there's moments of them that are posted that weren't on the show. I want to know why the producers edited that way. Because even when you hear some of the other guys being interviewed on different podcasts, you know, Mm -hmm. like I think the bachelor happy hour always does sort of that rapid fire at the end. Like who's the one to start a dance party? Who's the one to get everybody laughing? And I think they asked, maybe it was Joe, like who would stand up in your wedding? And he said, Leroy. Mm -hmm. I'm like- Why didn't we get more Leroy? So they owe us a little more, whether it's Bachelor in Paradise or whatever. We were robbed of of Leroy.
1: I just suspect he's a nice guy and it just didn't make interesting television. He wasn't goofy. He wasn't you know, he wasn't Peter or whatever that guy with the I don't know. pizza That's parlor. Okay. Oh just, God! He, yeah. he was just. Why'd you have to bring him? He wasn't like Martin. I don't know. He was just. A but nice so was
0: Olu, and so was Rick. Like, there's plenty of other nice guys. Well, maybe
1: he um wasn't good TV. Maybe he just was. Womp, quiet, womp. quiet or something i, like I don't that. know i have no idea we liked him everyone seemed to like him
0: so they gave a season preview for the rest of the season instead they of did. just
1: a yeah so
0: let's talk about that
1: well there seems like there's a lot coming up a loyal uh one-on-one it clearly it seems like there's going to be a one-on-one with another one with joe clayton and nate didn't you think
0: Yeah, Um, I I think so. Well, I thought the students camping with Clayton, I'm not sure where where that was. Right, I don't know what that was. That was cute. That part of a group date in his own tent or was that a one-on-one? I don't know.
1: We don't know. But I think as we... Get down to the wire. So I'm guessing maybe the three of them last for quite a while. Maybe because like-
0: Joe's tell Joe tells her he's falling in love. Nate says he's crazy about her. Like there's definitely progression in how open we did about see
1: it. Michelle crying three times. I counted. Oh, <laughs> you counted. <laughs> I did. Which we haven't seen too. Well, we saw her crying when she was talking to Joe in these deep conversations. She's been crying, but this was different. She was crying once. It seems like it's she was all dressed up and she was standing. Like in the driveway or whatever and it seems like she was crying because she had to send someone home oh
0: that's probably on a true date.
1: who knows who that was then um clayton is talking to her and the two of them are crying at some point And i have no idea if that's related to the first crying on the driveway we don't know um then on the proposal stage she's crying which that happens a lot.
0: I know. I feel like so that could be, be anything. anything. Well, it was interesting because she said they've all told her that she is their person, but she can't be everybody's person, which right. is true. I'm um, that the dad was concerned. Someone would be, it would be a jealous person. I'm dying to know who that we don't was know about. That yeah, we was. don't know. Yeah, and then Clayton said someone was an actor and has come on a re- reality TV show. Was he talking about Nate? Well, she was
1: It seemed like it, but we don't really know. Yeah. We don't know who that was. Da, da, da. <laughs> editing. Um, Michelle was worried that she had stronger feelings than someone. Oh, yeah. Which also seemed like Nate from that, but we don't really know that who that be. was. But I could see that. I do kind of think she does have stronger feelings. What Maybe. do you think of Nate?
0: He's uh, so I like Nate. I think he's a tough read. Mm -hmm. You know, I I really liked him in the beginning. I Mm -hmm. really liked him on the date that they just had. But I don't know. I don't know that we're seeing the depth of Nate like we are with some of the other guys. So it's hard to tell. I I like him and I love how she looks at him. And I do feel like he's really into her. He's
1: He's definitely cocky, which sometimes I kind of like. It's just like, oh, he's so chill and confident. Yeah. But then sometimes I'm thinking he's just a little too cocky. So I don't know. Yeah. He's got these perfect eyebrows. Have you noticed that? I have not, but now I'm going to look for them next it's week. hard to ignore them. Okay. I don't know. What <laughs> am I missing? There's something about him. I like him, but I'm just not sure. I'm a little okay. wary. All right. Um, So we shall see. Anyway, so there was a lot. There was a lot in that. And Joe said he's falling in love and how reserved we know as as we know, Joe is so reserved. That's gotta be a big deal. It's a
0: big deal. All right. Well, lots to look forward to. So excited. I really enjoyed this week's episode. I thought it was a ton of fun. Um, and I just I feel like she's got such a great group of guys left. You know, she's sort of, you know, cut the fat, so to speak.
1: Let's get rid of Martin. Let's get rid of you. You're right. You're right. Let's get rid of Martin.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, so much fun. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Susan. Oh, it was great. Another great discussion. And we will see you all next week. Please subscribe or follow on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or Anchor.